Hello, welcome to the Map Chim Show. Episode three, I think. Today, oh frig! <laughs> Today's a little bit of a special episode. As you can tell, I'm not on video, probably. Um, what we're doing right now? I'm just driving home after spending some time with my friend Gage. And I decided I'd just record a little show while I drive, try to get a little bit of a double two birds and one stone. Um, so I'm just going to kind of talk. I have nothing planned. I'm just going to try to, not ramble, but try to spit from what is unconscious in me, I guess you could say. I'm just going to see what comes out and see, hopefully something valuable comes out for yourself and maybe even something that I can find some value in for myself. Um, so what have I been learning lately? Okay, uh, most of my time I have been spending watching or consuming content. Uh, it has been Gary Vaynerchuk content. So the big things that I'm getting from him, it's so simple and really I'm just trying to, it, it doesn't make sense to me, but really I'm just trying to keep nailing in those fundamental, fundamental points I'm getting from Gary, which are basically do what makes you happy Okay, do what makes you happy. Don't rush it, man. You know, you don't have to rush it. Like, if you don't know what makes you happy and you're 27, okay, and that's much older than myself even, you're still so young, right? Gary says you could be, you, you could totally, he even says you could totally fuck up your 20s to 30s and could still be, you know, totally brand new, everything be okay, you could be all time, Okay. Um, don't worry about finding your thing until, you know, don't, you don't have to rush it. At the, at the same time, Gary says macro patience with micro speed, right? So while you can be patient in finding your thing you, in, the, in, the, in the now, in the moment, you got to be taking action. You got to be doing things. You actually got to be trying to make things happen the way you want them to happen. So for myself, I know um, this is just me talking. I know for myself, I have a little bit of a problem being a little bit more micro, or I mean, sorry, I'm, I'm going for speed in the macro and patience for in the micro, meaning I want things to happen, happen, happen. I want big, big, big changes to happen and get to where I want to go, uh, but I'm not willing to put in the work, okay? That, that's a big problem. Now, one thing I will say about the fact that some, like, sometimes I think I might not be willing to put in the work think a huge determining factor behind this is choosing a good goal and just sticking to it all right so what, what, what comes with that is I need a what what should I do right because I've had moments in my life for example growing up I played a lot of video games I had moments in my life where I was totally devoted to that one thing and I actually became pretty good at it so to give you a few examples I was huge into Halo Call of Duty a little bit but Halo was my big big one Dude, I, I, I'm not like I'm definitely not esports level for Halo, but I think I'm probably the best in the lobby every time. In Halo, in terms of the Halo, I can just kill people before they get to me most times. I will say this: that I've been in lobbies, especially playing against a team. And the other team can screw me up, but your average guy, I could probably beat anybody in Halo. Maybe not like any sort of guy that played too too much, but I'm pretty good. Okay. Um, really, what I'm getting at there, though, I'm willing to commit and put in the grind it out, which is put in those matches if it's what I love to do which is what I think Gary is saying too and this is something maybe maybe I'm wrong but what I think Gary is saying is you got to choose because Gary says he chose entrepreneurship if you can even say he chose it because he loves the dirt 
and the clouds of entrepreneurship, meaning he's all about the grind, buying, flipping, selling, 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 looking at the markets, figuring out what the next cultural trend is going to be and how to make money on it or how to give value to the consumer. Um, He loves doing that, so that's why he does it all for his own brand still. And where are they going that? Uh, the dirt isn't really dirt for him. It's just kind of like that's what he wants to do anyways. So for myself, I think it comes down to finding a subject that I'm really interested in doing. Um, I know that was totally a tangent to what I was speaking about before, but we're just going to have to go with it. So what what do what does Matt Chim want to do? So I want to give a little bit more value. While, I, while this is a little bit for myself as well, so I'm going to try to get as much value as I can. Um, so why would anybody choose what they want to do? So really, I think what this comes down to is choose, finding the, what, what somebody I know used to say, the why that makes you cry. What is your kind of movement? What is your cause? You know, what do you, what do you want to do? Uh, and then do it. Now, one thing I think some, we can do is we can overcomplicate this. Okay. If your why, the thing that you love to do is friggin' make recyclable like recycled bottles and make them into dolls because you're all about that eco-friendly and reduce reuse recycle and being going green i bet you could make a healthy amount hundred thousand dollars a year doing that and through video content on instagram that's what gary v would say i think could be wrong so no matter what your niche hobby is whatever your hobby is just do that now to give you guys an example i'm going to use for myself Growing up, I've had a bunch of niche hobbies. I'll name a few. Playing video games, huge niche hobby that I had. Playing all sorts of games too. So I was big into uh, fantasy games, RTS, first person shooter, whatever you wanted. Another big thing is I was really big into video game commentary on YouTube, doing commentary on YouTube over uh, videos. How does that add? I'm familiar with watching the consuming content a little bit. Um, <laughs> Sounds kind of funny when I say I don't know if it adds that huge of a dynamic to the whole thing, but it's something that I did in my life. I watched all the YouTube video commentaries over gameplay. Um, what else have I been big into? Um, there was a point, let me think, of my life where I was really big into lucid dreaming. Um, lucid dreaming was a huge part of what I was doing at one point. Uh, so I know a lot about lucid dreaming. Uh, there's a huge point when I got into internet marketing. This was more recent, uh, maybe within the last couple of years. But I got really into internet marketing, Facebook ads, and things like that. Got really into drop shipping, things like that. So I think really all you have to do is choose one of those disciplines. Any one of those things that I named, I think, could be profitable if you did them with the mindset of you're going to do it for the long term. So for example, I'll just shoot, choose. Um, what should I choose? I'm going to choose lucid dreaming because this is the one that I'm most likely to do in real life. Uh, so I could literally just make a podcast, which I have done right now. I don't know if I'm committed committed to it. but I, And that's, that's a problem in itself, the fact that I even asked that question probably. But I could make that podcast about lucid dreaming. Just straight up tell people, talk about what I'm doing and how, why I'm doing it, what I've been learning. And try to interview people who who are lucid dreamers and try to ask them questions that for other people to learn from, I could do that and probably build enough following and give enough value so that I can take, you know, jab, 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 time for the right hook where I'm going to ask now for them to buy 
whether that's lucid dreaming clothing whether or whether that's straight up a donation to my patreon for making such good content okay i gotta give them so much value that i'm almost guilting them as gary says to buy from me if you want to do that with the aim of get money now i use the dangerous phrase there because when i say if you want to do that with the aim of getting money you got to make sure your intent is okay too okay gary i remember reading this and crushing it it's big on having the right intent when you produce content, okay? And that's why Gary's a little bit big on funnels. Uh, if you produce a funnel or some sort of sales page or you post something on Instagram with the, with the intention just to get people to buy your stuff, um, that can be dangerous, basically, is what Gary says. Because people, they can smell BS, basically. And if, you're, if your end goal isn't really to look out for the consumer, and to make their life better, but to just buy something and get some money in fast cash. Gary would argue you're playing a fool's errand, you're running the short man game, you're 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 not the smartest move, basically. You know. Um sorry, I'm just on the highway right now. I'm not looking at my phone or anything, but um um I just wanna concentrate on the road here. Okay, I don't wanna be stupid or anything. I'm just going around this corner. Not a corner, I mean I'm just driving. This guy has a huge what is it, like a tractor trailer, I guess you could call it? Like, you can, like a mo not, not like a mobile home, but something you can live in, almost? Holy fuck, it's one of those huge ones. Oh my god, I hate driving next to that thing. Oh my god, get past, buddy, bye-bye. <laughs> Sorry, boys, but that was just... Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, I don't like how close it is still. Oh my god. Ah, oh. okay. We're good. So what were we talking about? Intent. You just have to have the right intent to add value going into it with the, you know, positivity, happiness, not like your own malicious uh, wants when, when you have intent. Other than that, what other stuff I have been learning. So one big thing too, and honestly, everything I've been learning has just been coming from Gary, which is why I'm trying to cement it more and more. Um, bro, uh, what was it? Oh, being, I guess, no, what was I thinking of? Well, I'll just say this a little short one. Listen in the podcast while you have spare time. Big, big help. You know, that's, it's just like, I love, I don't love listening in the podcast, but I realize I learn a lot more throughout my day now, at least. It's a lot better to learn something than not, in my opinion, and I don't have time to read, so podcasts seem to be the way I'm not being forced to go, but I have been going. Gary's have been pretty good so far. Um, the other big thing I've been learning, I guess I'll just say it like this, is being more, oh, the fear of judgment. The fear of judgment, man. That's something, that's something pretty wicked. I, I, ha- I never even realized how much it affects myself and my own, oh, I'm like swerving here. Okay, I guess focus on my driving here, sorry. Oh, fuck. Oh my God. Oh my god, it's like scary to drive on the highway this late. Oh, okay. Oh, I hate driving. I focus too much on my talking and my driving suffers, I'm telling you. Um, pussy dope. Oh, fuck. Okay, the other big thing is the fear of judgment. 
you know, fear of judgment is such a huge thing that I think a lot of people suffer from. Basically, you, you really got to stop caring about the Joneses the way other people think of you. Um, sorry, boys. I'm actually just tripping out after driving right now. Like, sometimes I find it hard. Like, I don't, I don't swerve, but, like, sometimes I find it hard to go straight in the highway line. And I just, like, get sketched out because I think people behind me are going to think I'm, like drunk or something like I'm not drunk bro but I just like sometimes uh, I don't even think it's that bad I think I just sketch myself out about this I'm so stuck in this right now alright he's trying to pass me I think I know he's not what's going on alright well I'm freaking getting off the highway in this next exit that's for sure okay alright there we go now we're good Ah, oh, okay. Sorry, that's a weird... I'll try to cut that out, probably. Now, fear of judgment. That's the biggest killer of, you know, happiness that I can think of. Main reason for it. Basically, you're just doing stuff for other people, so you're not acting out what your your, your truth, right? Because you you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for others, so you're literally just lying down and appealing to the whatever societal norms there is which let me say this is not necessarily that's not necessarily a good or bad thing from what i know um but the bigger the reason is it makes you unhappy and builds resentment in the people that you are obeying sometimes right big example big example um kids that are forced to go to school by their parents sometimes the kids can actually really hate their parents almost because their parents you know make quote unquote made them go to school uh, although it's debatable because you could always just not go to school, so it's you know it's double-edged sword. Why are you blaming your parents too? Um, so fear of judgment, just doing what is true. Now, I feel like this is just something. I don't know how you train it other than by just doing the thing that you're scared to do. But it's just something that's so important. And I feel like not a pup, enough people recognize this and train it for themselves, myself included. I feel like I had too much ego. I think this is huge. I feel like I've had too much ego lately where I don't want to admit that I'm wrong or that I could fix myself in this way or that I think I'm already good enough in something. That's the big one. I think I'm already good enough. I'm a dilettante where I know a little bit, so I think I know a lot. So all the fundamentals even, I think I I don't follow them correctly. I think, honestly, I have a huge problem, not only... not, Not problem, I shouldn't say. I have a huge... Um, I have a lot of room to grow in the area of the fundamentals of just sticking to them. So that's things like, um, what would the fundamentals be? These would be things like recognizing that you don't know, seeking out knowledge from teachers, building good habits, um, right? Not rushing into things you don't know. You know, don't be doing some, having some common sense, right? I don't think I even really have enough common sense. Uh, common sense ain't common anymore and I know for myself nobody nobody taught me common sense like I'm I'm pretty much trying to learn right now boys (laughs) I know I make a lot of mistakes because I don't really know what I'm doing Um, which is kind of liberating to say that too right now just the fact that honestly like I really I will admit I really don't know what I'm doing like I'm trying but I'm really just learning right now Um, now I can't use that as an excuse to do bad either but I'm really trying at least. I don't know. Oh, I'm just trying to learn. The, I'm just trying to say the lessons that I've been learning from others. That's all I'm trying to say. 
how they, and I give my life as an example how they apply, and then that helps me because then I can like kind of apply the principles to my life and make them a little bit more real, and it helps other people because they can kind of see them applied in practice and see how they turn out. So hopefully, you know, one week from now, you're like, uh, Matt, Matt's on the next level. Although I honestly don't think it's a one-week process for myself. I think I might be, I might not be the best person to watch, honestly. Well, what makes somebody a good person? I guess it's just like, uh, if, if, if you don't like my personality, then maybe I'm not a good person to watch. But if, 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 you, if you somehow enjoy my personality, I know I have a lot of quirk, a little, have a lot of little quirks in the way I speak. I think sometimes... I don't like the sentence of how this sounds, but my mind might race. Like, I can tell when I'm talking right now that sometimes I cut off my ideas without completely uh, fleshing them all the way through. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know if I'm the best person to watch. But I think there's a little bit of charm to that, too. Okay, and I <laughs> could be a little biased since it's coming from myself. I'm saying basically that I'm charming. But you, you, you get the point, right? I, I hope so. Um, let me see what else have I learned so no judgment fear judgment basically you just have to stop that by doing the thing that you fear and then it's kind of like anything uh, if you ever got over there any sort of fear of maybe for myself it was the dark I remember I used to be scared of the dark so I I instituted on myself shock therapy where I just ran into the dark and didn't <laughs> I didn't run I'll see if the monsters would get me and I hated doing it but it it worked okay nothing really happened and I overcame my fear of the darkness um what else have i learned another thing is just being a little bit more this is something for myself that i'm not sure might apply to the general public or everybody in general but for myself being more emotional i think has been really a key asset for myself like it sounds so weird to say but being emotional that's that's the That's what's helping me get uh, my success. Now, what do I mean by that? So, I, I'm not going to lie. All right, I won't lie. I'm not a very open person, to be honest. I am and I'm not at the same time. Because I don't really care. I'll tell you pretty much, you know, anything if you ask. But I I'm very rarely will I lead with it, which I feel like is big. When you lead with the openness, it's actually like a huge game changer. Um... And I don't really like, like I'm not like overly gushy. I'll tell you that. I'm definitely not overly gushy. Or even like, how would I describe it? I don't talk about my feelings a lot. And I don't talk about like my sort of like close personal stuff. Now, but lately I have been with my friends. I've been talking about sort of like not traumatic Okay, I don't know if I've ever been traumatized, <laughs> but kind of like how my parenting or my, my childhood might have shaped me the way I am today. And sometimes it might be not like embarrassing. I don't really get embarrassed about it, but more like taboo stuff. So, for example, and I don't really want to share it now. And I feel like this might be a test almost of should I share it or not. Um, but what be something embarrassing? I don't want to give away too, too much about my personal life either at the same time. Um, a good example would be for like being an only child. That's a great example, right? How how has that shaped me? Because I, I I was the only child, and I growing up I didn't have I did have friends, but I didn't have like anybody at home. I guess you could say, right? I was 
I was kind of alone in that sense. So I made friends with people on Xbox and how that shapes me to grow up. And now I kind of talk a certain way or I might say certain things. Being basically, I swear. <laughs> um, but yeah, things like that. Um, being open about that, I think it's just, it's just good. I don't know, it feels good to say things out loud sometimes. It just feels good. We are human beings after all, right? And we do have an emotional side. So to me, it's kind of interesting to flesh out, see, see it come, come to fruition in the real world. Um, now, other than that, listen, Gary, I don't know. So I, I, I kind of want to mention what, what's my goal, what, what's, what's my situation and what are my goals? What, what I think I might try to do, how I'm going to implement. So my situation right now, um, I'm moving out of my home in one week. This is literally documentation from the very beginning, hey? <laughs> Still living at home, boys. Okay, so I'm moving out of my home in one week. Um, I'm going to a house with some roommates. It's going to be me and my two people from the university I go to, um, which is a whole other dynamic, dynamic of my life that I haven't talked about, which I'll get to if I have time. So me and two roommates from university, one's a guy, one's a girl, um, we're going to move, be moving downtown Halifax, um, and that's going to cost 600 bucks a month. And then my phone plan's 100 bucks a month, which apparently you can write off, so I'm happy about that. Um, I, I'm gas for my car is probably like two to 300 bucks a month. Food's probably like 200 bucks a month. Um, internet's like 30, and then all that added up. I don't remember. Uh, if I left, if I include everything, I left some few things out. Like I don't know, but it's going to be about fifteen hundred bucks a month that I have to pay. So I got to be able to make that income while going to school, which you know, put into yearly, we're look, talking about like twenty grand, which isn't like overly amount a lot. I mean, I could probably make that doing minimum wage shit, uh, but fuck that, I really don't want to. I think if. If I lost all my job and any source of income I had right now, my number one method, I think, to make income out of this, I think, would probably be going door-to-door, fuck, excuse me, it's friggin', uh, <laughs> um, selling rake, I'll rake your lawn. I literally just tell them, hey, how's it going, man? You're the homeowner here, yeah. Um, listen, dude, my name's Matt. I go to school. I go to St. Mary's, the school in town. I've, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. I'm a student here. Um... I'm just moving out of my parents' houses and I'd make some, you know, I'd tell them about that a little bit. And then I'd say, I just need, like, money. I will basically mow your grass, you know, shake your lawn, whatever you want. If if, if that, if there's anything I could do for you, I'd love to earn some money off you. I'd love to, you know, work for some money because I'm not afraid to work. Um, I just, I just want that opportunity. I just want the opportunity to grow and blah, blah, blah. I think I'd make a lot of money doing that. I think I'd make... I could get a good, you know, 20 to 60, like, people lawns raked. And then, honestly, I could probably hit them back up in the winter for snow. And that's, like, a good way to start a little business empire there, honestly. Like, that wouldn't that wouldn't be bad. You could start your own snow removal slash um, gas cutting, like, business. Charge, like, 50 bucks a lawn. I don't know make it you know you can charge you can charge high just get the guy get the guys uh good equipment and shit anyways that's a side t- tangent um i don't even remember what i was talking about before that so yeah 
one thing also, I'll just mention this because I'm thinking of it now. Um, I mentioned that uh, how I'm going to school next year too, and I kind of want to talk about why. Honestly, I just kind of soaked it. I went the first, out of high school, I didn't have as much, I wasn't as smart as I am I am now, or as wise, you could say. I don't think I'm much smarter, honestly. And I don't think I'm much wiser either, but <laughs> in high school, I was really bad. Um, but I didn't know what I was going to do. So university was a next logical step for me where I could actually still be doing something quote-unquote productive uh, so I could live at home, kind of incur, you know, take money that way. Um, uh, I could take money that way and go to school and still be productive. So I did that for the first two years while still having little dreams of being an entrepreneur. And then it wasn't until really right now going into year four, even after the end of year three, I was still thinking I could finish off year four before doing anything. But now I'm in year four um, doing a job at sales that I, I honestly like and I think I'm okay at. Um, so what that means is basically, how do you say this? I, I soaked three years on my parents' dime. I took so much money from them. No, I didn't take like a lot. Like I took money from them to pay for school. They paid for my school. Like you know what I mean. Like, and I don't want them to have you know six thousand, seven thousand dollars worth of investment in me. And then, <laughs> sorry boys, I'm just not doing year four of the last year. Not even a full workload. You know, I could do it part time and make them happy. So I'm doing it for my parents. It's kind of a weak excuse. I understand that, but. Honestly, I think it's um, I think it's only weak when you look at it in the micro, but when you take a look, a whole holistic ap- approach to looking at what happened, I would argue that this is the decision makes sense and it's fine. Although it might not have been the right decision at the time, at this point, uh, I think continuing it, just finishing it to fruition is not a bad idea, personally. Just the, the tear in the fabric of my family, which you could say, that means it's like this relationship is based on like, not not good. You know, it's not necessarily the healthiest like uh, rooted relationship you could call it. But that doesn't. You know, I, I'm honestly going to say okay. I I'm willing to make the sacrifice for one year. I hate I hate it. I hate, like I don't hate it. I guess, but I, I, I don't particularly enjoy it either. But it's just like has to happen. Um, maybe it doesn't. I guess maybe I could just kind of drop out. I, I just not sure if it make, I guess it would probably make but at this point 33 years in like come on bro like the reward it's not like there's zero reward for finishing that's the thing right it's, just, it's not like as if there is actually zero reward while I may not value that college degree I, I think my parents really would and I see that it could bring me it would make them really you know proud and happy blah 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 so I understand it's a little bit of value for me finishing it for them if I want to make them happy now, you could argue that making them happy in this way is net a bad thing because it's not something I want to do. While I will argue that I don't necessarily not want to do it that to a very high extent, um, it's just that um, I don't necessarily not want to do it, but I don't really want to do it either. You know, it's not something I particularly want to do. Um, but I, it's, like, it's like a small thing. I, I think I'm just willing to eat, eat, eat it, you know. I just don't know. I feel like this is at this point I've already made the decision and this is just what I want to do. Like honestly, like I'm fucking like saying it like I want to eat it. Uh, I would rather, you know, take you could call it a safe route, I guess. I, I would argue it's a little bit 
it's a little bit more complicated than that, but I understand that if you call it a safe route, why, why you would say that, honestly. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that. One thing I was thinking while I was doing that, it's kind of interesting, being able to talk to yourself and go on the arguments on both sides. Because basically at the end of that conversation, I just said that I kind of think that I might be wrong, but I'm still going to do it. Right? That's pretty much what I said, right? Because I'm still going to go to university. But I, I recognize that it might not necessarily be the most logical choice, but it's still the one I'm choosing. Um, why? I really value the fact that I don't have to fuck up any like crazy... Like, I don't have to deal with any crazy fights with my parents. Like I would not enjoy that. I'm sure they wouldn't enjoy that either. And being the only son... Uh, see, like, I just don't know if I can go that far. That might be an excuse at that point. But, you know, point, point still applies enough. Um, I'm almost home now, so I'm going to finish this podcast off. But one more thing, one more way I can bring you value. And this is going to be through my plans for the future. I plan on doing the extra eight hours lucid dreaming stuff on the side right now. But the big decision I have to make is how much time do I dedicate to that versus my sales job. My sales job is a company I'm working with a very close friend of mine with as well. And I, I really like the guy and I really want to help him succeed. I just don't know if I can only do that, not haphazardly, but not putting my all into it. I might not be as smart as other people. So I really only think that focusing on one thing might be the smartest thing for me. Now, the problem is sometimes I don't really enjoy the sales job. So if, you know, some there, there's parts of it that are a grind. That's the thing. So either I got to like make the decision to eat that grind and understand that that's the price that I'm going to pay for whatever reward I think that's going to come out of it. Or I got to change that grind to something that, you know, I'm willing to pay the price for. Or it's something I just intrinsically enjoy, which hopefully, you know, I think you could make that happen out of almost anything if you had the right, you know, mindset and frame of mind. Um, so that's the big decision. I really hope, low-key, that I do the extra eight hours of dreaming stuff because... I really enjoy that. And if I do do that, I'm thinking I might put this, I might just end it all and put it all on the Matt Chim podcast. I don't know. I don't know. I put it all on the Matt Chim podcast and then maybe have it like, um, uh, play it again on the extra eight hours podcast. So it's like a double step for that, but it's still worth it. I don't know. I think Lucid Dream is pretty fucking dope. So I'm going to get into that. Next podcast, I might even just record a Lucid Dreaming podcast. Honestly. And put that one up. You know. And then I can put that up on both Extra 8 Hours and Matt Chim. I'm going to change that to Matt Chim Go. Or Matt Chim Go. Maybe I can just keep that. But I got to like keep that brand across all the boards. You know. I never. You never know. I can make that decision later. May, on Instagram then. I'm just thinking. I have to add more value. I have to add more value to other people's lives. How do I do that? Add more value. You can add more value through photos. I'll tell you that. Just screenshotting photos and reposting what other people have posted. Not a bad option. Um, re- rehashing. Making little quotes. I think in making quotes on photos that I have. You know, I love... I know for a fact I hear a lot of good Elon Musk quotes, man. Or I could just come up with original content. Like, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. Like, I like Elon Musk. Um, I'm going to download Fonto on my phone then right now once I pull into my driveway here. I'll start doing that. You know, any sort of editing or 
branding you could call it that you can put on your 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 post or content good it's uh, if it's if you're adding value you know i guess if you're just adding branding and not no value it's not necessarily a good thing to fucking do right that's kind of like stealing almost in a sense not like i don't know if stealing's the right word but ooh ooh pulled this fucking turn tight Okay, that's fine. I'm probably leaving before my parents tomorrow anyways. Um, so yeah, that's it for this uh, kind of podcast, I guess. Um, you could call it the Fordcast. I record it while driving the nice and pristine Ford. I hope you have a good day right now. For me, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm just getting home, starting my work day. Tomorrow, first, I'm at 1030, so I'll wake up at like 930, I guess. Peace in the streets. Enjoy whatever you do in life, and keep on grinding, boys. Although... I hope you don't call it a grind. I hope you just love what you're doing. But yeah, bye-bye. I'll see you you next time.